Live from Los Angeles, California, Buy, Build, Sell podcast with Jason Pye. Welcome everyone to our first ever podcast style episode. I have one of my good friends, Uldrich here. Uh, you've probably seen him in an episode or two on the Buy, Build, Sell uh, t- uh, show. But today we are talking a little bit, we're going to get into depth on the trades. And I think that uh, talking with someone who's who I've seen grow up, okay, genuinely, yeah, he's seen me grow up too. Um, but I uh, did, I, I've seen him grow up from being, uh, just, getting, just getting to America. Yeah. Just getting to America to being his own, to owning his own business, to literally standing right in front of me and uh, blossoming into the amazing person he's become. So uh, with that being said, it's very, very, very right off the bat. You need to tell the audience because they don't know how well we know each other. Are we actually friends? We are. How long have we been friends for? 10 years. Wow. that's pretty cool, except for the fact that it really makes me feel like time has gone by so fast. Yeah. Like we have seen so much happen. So many things. It's crazy. And you still haven't learned English. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> okay. With that being said, I, I really, uh, you know, there's a, a massive effort going on in the country right now to get youth into the trades, right? Um, so you're like a prime example of somebody who came from nothing, literally moved to America knowing, <laughs> pretty much no English. I think, I think you want to say hello, how are you? That's it. Right? <laughs> not even that. Yeah, probably not even that. Um, you came to America, you had nothing. Obviously, so so I know old age because I used his uncle. His uncle was an electrician and his uncle used to work for me. Um, and that's how I met you. Exactly. Was that the first thing you did? Were you just like, okay, I need to, I need to get a job. And like, what was the thought process that they're like, because how old are you? Right now, 28. So you were 18 then? Yes. Okay, so you literally, you moved here at 18. What was the first thing you were thinking? Was it like, okay, I need to learn English? Was it, I need to get a job? Was it need to, like... Well, when I just came, like, my family, you know, they told me, like, you have to work now. I'm like, okay. So my uncle was an electrician. Well, see, he is an electrician. So he told me, come to my company, work. Like, you know, like, nighttime, go to school to learn a couple English, I mean, little English. And that's how I did it. So... I started working, like learning electricity and English at the same time. Do you think that this was a career path or did you think you were just like, I just needed to make money? Uh, and you, you have to like, cause remember who you are today is way different than who you were course, then. Yeah. And I'm, I want to get into the mindset of an 18 year old who maybe not even necessarily, you know, cause again, not everyone is, is coming from a different country most people are actually already here, yeah. right? Like the, the youth that has been, that has come here as children, things like that, they're getting older, they're, they, you know. Personally, I look at it and go, 10 years to create, in my opinion, you may not feel that way, but in my opinion, 10 years to create a success is completely viable and completely normal and appropriate. I think that that timeline, that the sweat, the blood, the tears, the uh, passion, all of those things that, that it takes to create success, it should take 10 years. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, it's, it's not common to just become successful. It takes that time. So I'm curious, forget about what, forget about now, when you were then, were you even like, one, were you thinking this is just a job? Were you thinking this could be a career? Were you thinking this was gonna be a long-term thing? Like, you know, what made you even stay around? And I know it wasn't because of me. <laughs> no, 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 it's just, um, it was only because I have to work, I have to pay bills and blah, 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 but I didn't like the job. Like, uh, I just woke up because I have to go. 
Right. You know? You're still like that. <laughs> no, now it's different. Now it's different. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, it was like this, you know? Because I have to work. I didn't have a, a choice. Right. You know? So, it's kind of like... So how long did that last for until you you saw it from a different perspective? What changed the perspective for you? Um, like after a few few years, yeah. not a few months, a few years, I started like, you know, like, oh, I, I think I like this job. Because in the beginning, I was thinking, this is not for me, you know, like, um, but um, after I started getting like, you know, like jobs from, and the size, so making a little more money, and like, um, and you're like, that was really easy, and that guy just gave me 500 bucks for it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy because you know, people start calling you, like, and you see more money, but um, and the reality, I didn't like it, the job, I didn't like it, you know, and I start like the, the what I'm doing, like, after four five years. You know, start learning more and more and more and more and more. And really, you probably enjoyed more the business than the actual function, right? Like you didn't, you, you still to this day, you don't like turning the screwdriver. You prefer the business. Yeah, of course, that, like, that's a good point. Cause um, it's like, you know, you're busy. Yes. Like you're, your mind is busy, you're running here. I like that, you know, like kind of crazy life. Yes. <laughs> and you get to wake up at 10. <laughs> 9 <30. laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it was so, for that. So, let's call it, you know, th that's a normal thing, by the way. That's called apprentice years. Okay. So, or journeyman, right? You take four years to become knowledgeable in something. Right, but it, what what I'm what I'm curious about is so you're saying for the first four years that you worked, you didn't even like the job. Were you learning the the you know the basics in the understanding of electricity, or were you just yes doing what was told? Basic stuff, you know, like no hundred percent. I'm still learning right now. Yeah, but um, so am I. Yeah, yeah. So it's like um, yeah, I was. Maybe like 70%, you know. In Los Angeles, at least, uh, on the residential homes, you're not required to do mechanical plans. So we never had a plan, a plan, the plan. That, that says, okay, you're going to take one line from here and run it like this, and one line from here and run it like this. So everything was done inside of their heads, right, and, and on site. And it was always like this maze to me. I'm like, how do you even know? And then you would get to a point where you're doing houses, you know, you, you sell the house, the client wants something extra, wants a different thing, you know, uh, can we add a switch here? Can we, you know, add a unit to this room, whatever? And you're like, oh man, okay, well, uh, how did we do it? Where is the That's wire? That's the question. <laughs> where is the wire coming from? Or, or uh, you know, can this carry that load? Is it going to be too much? Is it going to be too little? Uh, whatever, all these questions. And slowly, I mean, over over a hundred homes, you figure out. You're like, okay, well, normally we go under, and then we go over. For these things, we go over. For this, we go under. Or we keep everything at what 20, 30, 30 inches, or something like that. For forty-eight. Forty-eight inches. So we keep all the wires at forty-eight inches, and then we try to do. It runs like that, and we know that we're coming up and we're coming back down. So you get kind of used to how someone yeah. does it, but everyone does it different. Everyone exactly. has their own thing. Everyone's got their own mojo to how they do it. And if you're using different guys, it could get really confusing as the builder because you're like, wait, who did this house? How did they do it again? You know. And so um, for me because I never really had to learn the science behind electricity. Like I was never like forced to really truthfully understand it. It's one of my shortcomings. I, I'd be straight about that. Like, I don't know electricity that well. I- That's I easy though. No, but I, I don't know <laughs> if you know my stories, but like I have been shocked and burned by electricity 
way too many times. Wow. Yeah. Really? No, I didn't yeah. know. I almost set a house on fire. So I was trying to I was trying to I was trying to do a grounding wire in a panel mm-hmm. and and the the wire was caught between two wires and it had the cap on it that closes into the panel, like the, the cover on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to like pull it out slowly and I didn't turn off the power. Bad. Oh my God. <laughs> it was my worst electrical burn ever. Um, and, and that's when I was like, I'm not touching electrical anymore. Like I don't care, you know, it's like not worth, yeah, it's my, not worth me being so stupid. So, I mean, I, I understand the concepts and I understand how to do it, but I can't calculate a load very well. I can't do the math on like whether something is actually gonna be sufficient or not sufficient. Of course. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know the transfers of volts and watts and things like this. Like, I just don't know that, so. And that's, I'm okay with it. I've resolved myself to this resolution. <laughs> um, but like, how long How long did that take you to understand? And then, and then I wanna to get to year five and up. Well, uh, to learn that, the, the stuff that they use asking, like it's like, it took me like two years to learn. From from first year to yes. second year? Yeah. That's pretty fast. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's oh, like, you know, like, if somebody doesn't know uh, the electrical work, it's very, like, very hard. But if you know, like, if you start working, it's really fast to learn. Okay. Yeah, to run wires between lights, light to the light, this light to the light, you know, it's... So basically you're calling me an idiot. No. <laughs> no, I'm not, but it's like, you know, it's it's easy. Okay. But it's, it's different when you start doing the kitchens to, you know, the how many amps is the, the fridge, the ovens, that's something different. You have to know the... the I mean the um, the plants that they have to yeah when you before you buy the when you buy the the microwave yeah you, know, you have to run the power after. so fine so year four you actually are enjoying yourself you're knowledgeable basically what happened are you still working for somebody yeah I was working for my family okay yeah when did that end. Uh, when when we finish everything, like working for them. Uh, you're eight. No, you're seven. You're seven. Seven. You're seven. When we did Bala Vista. Who, yeah, I was asking. You, <laughs> who gave you your first breakout uh, performance? You, first you, breakout you, you did it. You did it. Nah. <laughs> you give me the first. And, and you know what's funny? I. I he always tells me this that I gave him his first chance. I didn't even realize that I, that I was doing that. I was like, this guy, I've known him for years. He <laughs> totally knows what he's doing. Like, why would I even assume he doesn't know what he's doing? And I, I genuinely thought that I did a lot of houses. That you were doing, that you have already done a lot of houses, that you had your business going already, that like there wasn't some like, you know, question. I remember, I remember you brought in a random guy to like help you. His, I think his name is Carlos. Okay. Uh, he, he doesn't work with you anymore. No. Yeah, he fell off a ladder at the job site. You remember this? You remember, I remember that? that? Yeah, of course. And, and I'm like, eh, whatever, not a big deal. He's got, he's insured, he's licensed, he's bonded, you know, all that other stuff. I'm not worried about it. And then to find out later, like, that was your first job. <laughs> Yeah, like, it was. Like, yeah, I probably would have been way more nervous about that situation, uh, especially since I found also you were getting, you were short on labors. So you were getting your labors through like Facebook Marketplace or something. No, and it was my first house, and you made me do the first house in three days, Jason. <laughs> right, it was good. Sounds crazy, but was it doable? Yeah. How long do I give you now? I give you a lot more time now. More time. Like a week. 
I think you'll be late now. I'm definitely give you more time. I, mean, I got soft in my old age. But we, we used to do jobs like, you know, the second framing was done, we were drywalling within four weeks. I mean, that means that plumbing, electrical, HVAC, low voltage, insulation, all has to get done and fire sprinklers. And it's, it was like a, a, a puzzle piece, putting it all together, getting the right people in at the right exact time, where they're not stepping on somebody, they're not pushing somebody out of the way, they're not ruining someone else's work. And you're getting all these inspections lined up because you can't even put drywall on the house until fire sprinklers are signed off and they have to be the last ones. So you're like playing this game and I'm not too tired of that. But now we're maybe like six weeks. So just a little bit of extra time. That's going a long way. But so you were, you were done at, at six months. Six years. So from year, from year one to year six or seven, you took yourself from somebody who knew nothing to a professional. And by the way, a professional constitutes a someone who's paid for their services, okay. right? So <clears throat> I'm still not a good contractor, but People pay me to be a professional one, so and you got to put on that hat. Um, regardless of how you know, we may look at ourselves uh, on the inside, because I think we all we all kind of always want to do better and be better, and uh, all of us go through scenarios in our head of like how we could have done something better. Right, so we're always kind of. Growing and, and yeah, and, you're right, and recreating ourselves. But you did. You became from one from your one to your seven. You became a professional. What was it? You know, because you, you were doing a lot of work for your uncle and your family. You took on a bunch of small jobs because you had done a project for me before Valley Vista. A small project. A small project. And I think that you owe me a little money from there. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't drop it. You can't drop it. You're killing me. I, it's killed, okay. I squeezed them so hard <laughs> on that job. I'll tell I'll but I was feeling after I'll tell that, you today. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I was feeling like after that it's gonna come like big stuff. I don't know, but let me ask you something. <laughs> Did it? Yes. Did it change your life? Oh yes, a lot. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. And, and that's another lesson for, for people out there is, you, first of all, you never know what job is gonna change your life. You never know what service you provide to somebody is gonna be the, the winning job or the losing job because there are a ton of people out there who just take advantage of somebody, right? Like the, I promise you I have more work coming line yeah, is, is the worst one. I hate telling people that because it's it's not true. It's fully dependent on you as the service provider to make that person want to give you more work, right? So it's, it's a hard trap to fall into because as service providers, we want to lower our price to get in the door. Lowering the price hurts our serviceability hurts our profitability, hurts you know the, the work in general, right? But it can lead to so much more. You probably didn't make money on that job. I didn't. You probably not even didn't. one dollar, Jason. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the truth on camera. I'm gonna tell you the truth on camera. Let's do it. And Nick is gonna see this and go watch and tell him. <laughs> because I probably still remember the numbers. Maybe plus or minus, okay? Me and a buddy of mine were doing a small residential flip. Um, I, I don't do flips very often. That was probably the only one I've done. In yeah, the last, I years. In, in the last like four years, three years. So I don't do it very often. And um, my buddy, who I was doing it with, He's not, a, he's not a licensed electrician, but he knows, he knows electrical. Uh, his dad is a licensed electrician. And his dad came in, gave us a bid for like $9,000. <laughs> said, oh yeah, for nine grand, I can do it. Uh, Nick, his, in his guys, said that he would probably be able to do it for like five or 6,000, okay? 
He's gonna be so pissed. You can see his face <laughs> burning red right now. Um, and, and I was like, you know what? Let me call this guy I know. He, I don't like, I don't know what he's up to. It's been, it had been. I think like three years we didn't talk. Did it, no, 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 that's, oh, not, no, no, that's no. not true. That's not true no. because you always, yeah, you yeah, always yeah. helped me out in my I house. Know, I know your house. You yeah, always I was trying to remember. Yeah. So like for service calls and things like that, I always mm-hmm. called him. Because he was just always like ready to go jump and do a job. Like for him to yeah. run and get 500 bucks was like. That was good. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So I always, I always sent him for like little jobs, go landscaper jobs, like yes. add an outlet here, right? And like he would always go and do my house when I had issues. And then, um, so I'm like, let me call him. I had no expectation of what, what your price would be, but I'm pretty sure your price ended up being like $3,500 or something like that. Right? Really? Was it like that? No. It was cheap like that. It was super cheap. No. It was less? It was more. How much? $4,500. $4,500. I wasn't even that off. <laughs> okay. $4,500. And I'm pretty sure it was less and I gave you more at the end. I think it was like 40, 40 Oh, 4,000. Okay, 4, like 4,000. And you give me 500 extra for my tips. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm always a good guy. I, like, I love those stories. I'm a, I'm a classic, classic gentleman. And um, so, so you ended up being that low and Nick was like, let's do it. And he did it, he killed it. He, he like did the job, did everything that had to get done. And like I said, probably made no money. Uh, because you you sat you probably did the job in like two three days. Yes. But no, you know, no, 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 no. No, it take like a week. It was a week, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But you basically redid everything. Yeah, of course. I mean, like you basically did everything, and, and I, was, I was working shocked. too. Yeah, and you were working. And I was working yeah. too. <laughs> um, he like couldn't believe it. He was like, "Oh my god, Jason! Like you robbed him." I'm like. What? He set the price. I didn't set the price. I didn't tell him what the price should be. You know? Um, and, and, but I, I will say that that changed the trajectory of our working relationship. Yeah. Because I had, you know, that at this time, I had just split with my partner. Um, so this, this is why I was experimenting with jobs. I was like, okay, like, you know. Uh, I'm going to go off on my own, essentially, and I'm doing my own projects. And I was experimenting, I was waiting for permits, so I tried this remodel, you know, yeah. getting everything to go, and literally that experience led me to say, hey, Folgers has got it, you know, and I, I didn't even blink. No, the good thing is that the, I charge, for that job, I charge you really cheap, but you never say, hey, I'm going to give you another job like Everybody does. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hate, hate, hate yeah. that. Oh my god. If you are somebody out there who says that, stop. Even if it's true, don't say it. It is yeah. the worst thing to say because I promise you, you won't know until the job is done that you really want to give them more work. And to have somebody working for you with this carrot of like teasing there's more work on the way is never going to get them to perform to the level of your expectation because it's not in their hands if you dropped three jobs on them at one time that's a completely different story that's a different story right because now they have three different jobs that they need to perform on they need to provide for you because if they don't they will get fired they will lose those jobs and you know so on right so don't tease people with more work. Just tell them what you have. You're allowed to tell them that you have more work, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're giving them, right? Something that I say um, is, this is the job I have coming up. I'm happy to send you other jobs as I have them so you can take a look, right? I'm not promising you the gig. I'm not promising you the work because that's going to, it's either going to piss them off when they don't get it, right? They're going to say, oh, you know, I gave that guy a thousand dollar discount and, you know, this is how he treats me or this is what happened. He was, oh, that was supposed to be my job. 
It never ends up going well. Um, this the, the job you're working on now is the biggest job you've ever worked on. Yes, it's a big prayer. Who gave you that opportunity? That's more little prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th- th- this is so. So just so I'm clear, okay. Year seven, you go out on your own. Jason, actually, without knowing it, gives you the, the first step. The, the, <laughs> the, the opportunity that, that not because I'm not taking credit for your success by no means. You did that on your own. Oh. You got your clients. You did the work that you have to do. You put in all that effort. Without me even knowing, though, I gave you the confidence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't know it was my first job. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I gave you, I gave you that confidence without even realizing it. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I can do this. Yes. How long did it take you from starting your own business to get into a place of comfort? Like, I mean, you just bought your own home. Like, you, I mean, you have an addiction to cars, so you buy a lot of cars. But like. Um, like, at what point were you like, man, I'm comfortable? Like, this this, this is good. My, my life is working really well. Well, I think when COVID started. Really? Yes. Why? I don't know. That's shocking. Tell me about because that. Because I started knowing more people. Like, a lot of people calling me. Just ran out of the blue. After, you know, I think for me, the COVID, the COVID uh, time, it was the best part. <laughs> really? Yes. Because after I that, know. I did like, I started like one, I think more than seven more contractors. Wow. Yes. How many were you working with before that? Three? Maybe you and one more guy. Okay. I said, I took two contractors. And it was just, was it, was it the marketing? Was it, uh, referrals? Uh, what, what I think it was referrals from some, like, you know, like, uh, friends to friends. Okay. I think it was like that. Did, did the marketing ever do anything for you? Like, I know like you put your signs on my fence and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah too. Yeah. yeah. I think one, one contractor gave me from over. Where's, where's my commission on that? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. So please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think as yes, one of the contractors, um, he got my number from over there. And, and did that actually continue? Uh, not or was it a one job thing? It was only one little job, like oh, okay. you know, little crazy. But um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So your business changed during COVID. What would you say? But it changed like a lot. No, like, you know, like, hey, it was okay, you know. It allowed you to keep people on payroll full time. Yes. Before you were just kind of like, hey, come work for me. For yeah, time. you know, like, you know, I have guys. a job. I have a job for the next four weeks, but that's it. Yeah. Now you're like, let's go. Yeah. All the time. Let's. You're, you're yeah. constantly. Working. They're like, you know, working. Yeah. Every day. Every day. What would you say? your best advice is to the 18-year-old you? Hmm. Good question. You know, if if you ran into somebody who was 18, lost, confused, not passionate about uh, anything, really. I mean, you weren't, like, necessarily gunning, gun-ho for, for the trades. You were, you were working there for the money. So, what would you say to 18-year-old you? Well, when I was 18 days on, I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. Maybe they are like this right now, you know, like thinking where they are. I don't know, but you know, I only can tell them like, hmm. My advice would be different than yours. I'm curious what yours is. I don't know. Like, um, what, what I always tell people 
again, I, you know, this is just to help think about, you know, uh, relatively what what kids at this age are thinking. You know, they're thinking, how can I support myself? They're not necessarily thinking, what am I going to enjoy? They're not thinking about uh, how, what, you know, is it going to support a family? They're not thinking yes. about, is it going to, uh, you know, can I buy the things I want to buy? They're just thinking, how do I, how do I have my own place that I'm not around my mom and my dad yeah, all the time? Will. And, you know. Yeah, you're right. But you know that, like me, I see all my friends, like, they do different kind of stuff, right? And I see one of my friends, he's doing this, um, like, let's see, cars. Yeah. And I, like, oh, this guy is making money. I want to do the same thing. But that's totally wrong, you know? Yes. Because if this guy is doing something, this guy is doing different stuff, and you think you're going to be good because he's doing the thing, so you're totally wrong. You have to be, like, you have to do, like, um, um, whatever you feel is good for you. You know, like, I don't well, how do you get through? Because I, I, I would say the hardest thing is getting through those four years, right? Yeah. How do you get through those four years of learning to love something, learning to appreciate where you're at, and go, this is a this is a vessel for me to transform my life. Um. I didn't know nothing like um this like right now you know I didn't see me in this position like neither did I yeah and um for you <laughs> and I and I said um I wanna keep going like you know keep trying to be better every day but um I didn't realize all this it's just um. It just happens, like, cause I was like, keep going, keep going, keep going, you know. I was pushing myself. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I mean, to be a contractor or to even work in the trades, for me, growing up, that was never an option. That was never even something that was like talked about, you know. Not to be uh, stereotypical, but like it was like doctor, lawyer, or you know, uh, accountant. You know, like that's what that's what the expectation is, right? And I remember taking a job for a contractor and being a labor. I was I started out being a labor. Wow. And yeah, my my two pieces are is one take opportunity, right? There was an opportunity in front of me and I didn't question the opportunity. I said, you know, where I was, I wasn't happy. You know, at that time I was, I was uh, working at a pizza store. I was trying to be a musician. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I was working at a pizza store, I was trying to be a musician and I was in college and and I wasn't happy. I wasn't making money at the pizza store, obviously. I was getting paid like eight bucks an hour. And I wasn't being successful in music. Like, I found that I wasn't capable of producing my own success. It was always dependent on somebody else to say, mm -hmm. you know, this is good or not good, right? So, I wasn't happy. And someone gave me an opportunity to go work for a contractor. And, it wasn't like, oh, take every opportunity you can. It's take opportunity, right? So when you weren't happy in something, you have this you know, hole open up for you. You fill the void, right? You go and you, you do it. And for me, what got me through, very similarly, like you don't know that this is going to be the thing that you do with your life. Of course. You get into it. And the only thing that you can do, and this is like my best advice to give to people, is you know, I became like a racehorse with blinders on. That that's the, that's the analogy that I use. Like I was just super hyper focused 
on getting good at what I did. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, did I enjoy it. Not necessarily did I love every single day. My, like, we worked, yes. you know? Uh, we worked hard and to say that, to, to know that then I would be who I am today, same. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. I think that like other people, when they look at you back then, they can they can foresee things like that. Like I think that, um, well, I'll, I'll finish my thought, but like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I took an opportunity and then I ran with it. I, I didn't start looking at what is my friend doing? What's my friend doing? What's my friend doing? I wasn't focused on how other people were being successful. I wanted to focus on how I can be successful. And that was like, I think a major thing for me, something that I didn't realize I was doing. I just sort of inherently did it because that was just my personality. Like I just, I wasn't jealous of anyone else I, or, or curious. I was just like, hey, like, these are my passions. This is what I love to do. And then I s slowly started to see myself fitting in. So I just kept on running. It wasn't until I was like, man, I was probably like 27 around that time. This is five years ago. Where I like looked up and was like, oh, wow. Like, people are <laughs> like, 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 I've done all of this. Which is ironic, it's about seven years for me too. At that time, that was about the seven year mark. And I was only at like year seven, where I was like, oh wow, like, like you kind of wake up and you're like, oh wow, like look at how much I achieved, look at how much I accomplished. Yeah. And then knowing that, okay, like you got this down, and now you can jump to the next thing, or you can try something else, or experiment with something else, or take another opportunity. But I would say, going back to you, I remember, you know, because you probably didn't feel this way. You were probably actually very frustrated and probably very um, bothered. But I remember when you were working for your uncle, I wouldn't even call your uncle. I would call you. Yeah, I remember that. Right? Because you were the one who took care of it. You were the one who resolved the problems. You were the one who was, uh, you know, there working to deal with the issues, right? You became the person that I relied on. So to look back at history, I could have told you you'd be here. You know, it would have been second nature for me to assume that like, even if I never spoke to you again, since then, I would have assumed, yeah, for sure. Like, we're just probably an electrician diet. Running his own yeah. business, doing his own thing. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of funny when like you, you, you can see things from the other person's perspective. Kind of like a camera. I don't know the business of electrical. I know what I want to pay per square foot. I know what I want to pay per job. Uh, you know, I know when I can squeeze you. I know when I can ask for 10% and you give me 15%. That was another prank. <laughs> right? Um, I know what I can do that, and I, and I know that side of it. I know the negotiation side, but on the business side, someone who, uh, what is what are the steps that you may have had to take to find a little bit of extra success to make your business work a little bit better, to run smoother? What are some of the best pieces of advice, quick pieces, quick tips that you think would help somebody who's watching this? Oh. Mm. You're absolutely useless. <laughs> what 
what was it that gave you the ability to go from dealing with one contractor or two contractors to seven contractors? I mean, that's not that's not double the amount of work. That's you know triple the amount of work essentially, maybe even more. How does somebody go ahead and do that? How is, how does somebody you know? Does it take four years of, of work to get the references to grow your business like that? Can can you just start a business and already walk into eight, you know, having eight consistent clients? Like, how did you figure out that you can actually operate like that? Like, that's a huge thing. What changed in your head? Because I'll tell you, it's usually a mental state that allows you to function, right? Uh, you, People tell me all the time, they're like, how do you build so many houses, right? I don't even know that I'm building that many houses. (laughs) You know, I don't allow the the number to dawn on me. I just take take every single moment and every single project and every single day as much as I can. I'm not gonna get to every single project. You know, I'm not gonna be able to help every single project manager every single day, but I'm able to delegate and structure and schedule to meet to meet everyone's necessary needs of me, right? I know that when Ed needs me, I make sure I'm there for him. When Jose needs me, I make sure I'm there for him. When Beto needs me, I'm there for him. When Alex needs me, I'm there for him. When everyone needs something from me, it may not be at that moment, but I show up. I can text them, I can call them, I can FaceTime them, I can get there tomorrow. I'm not saying that's that's for me, that's but like but like for you, for it, it's a much different business. Yes. Because for yes. me, I call Oldridge and I don't care how Oldridge gets it done. Right? I'm not I'm not focusing on the 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 micro of the business. I'm focused on the macro of the business. I'm, you know, the general construction, right? So all the micro pieces, it's, you know, the plumber, the electrician, all these trades that come through the projects, I'm not, I'm not noticing how they run their businesses. I notice, I, I do notice when they're not running them successfully because if they aren't running them successfully, they're fired, right? Because that means they're not performing where they need mm-hmm. to be. I'll tell you straight, I mean, even on days where you're busy, even on days where you don't show up and you tell me you're gonna come, but you don't come, you come through, right? You do actually make it happen. It it might take me extra effort to be like, hey, this is actually important, I need you to show up. And then you'll actually make it happen because sometimes you might look at a task and go, that's not in, that's not a level 10, that's a level one, right, in your eyes. But for me, it might be a level 10 because I need something to follow after that, right? Like, for instance, the backsplash at Bluebell. I need that box in because they're going to template for the, st- for the slab. And if that box isn't there, they're not going to cut the box in the stone, Natural. right? But like, you look at it and you go, I can get to it, not a big deal. I look at it and go, if they template tomorrow and it's not done, we're both mm-hmm. in trouble, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious from your perspective, how you were able to take a business that genuinely was just a side hustle, essentially, because you were working for somebody, you took on a side hustle that was more than you could chew, that got you to a job that allowed you to break free from your your daily job and start your own business going from that to probably a year and a half to two years later COVID to growing your business during COVID which sounds incredibly difficult to do taking it to the next level what changed for you mentally that allowed you the ability to do that and then what were the what were the small things that changed within your business that let that happen. Well, first of all, like um, like you say, you know, I was with one or two contractors, so now I have more like you know, 
I think eight, ten contractors. But when you call me, different guys call me. I'm trying to like keep you happy, you know. But if you say I want the guys right now, if I have like five guys in one job, I try to take out one guy, like you know, trying to 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 keep you like um, happy. I think. So the the way that you juggle your business hasn't really changed since day one. It's just been make your, make the client happy. There's been no structure or adjustments that allow you to be more organized within the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like I say, you know, like. Um, Sometimes you say when you when I, I don't answer you, you like text me, hey answer hey fam blah 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 you know I have to don't make me sound so mean. <laughs> no, it's it's not. Don't only worry, you. they saw me yelling at Caesar already. It's not only you, it's like everybody, you know, they want the service, and I'll try to if you call me for next day, I'll try to help, you know, to I try to be over there in the job site, like. I think they like because I'm in the job size. Sometimes some contractors they're not they're not going over there, so they only send people. Blah, 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 blah. They don't check what they do, you know. But I check everything. Yeah, because so. you'd be in a, a lot of trouble if you didn't. <laughs> no, I check everything what they do, and I think like you know I answer the phone sometimes I don't, but um. No, I, only when you're sleeping. <laughs> but I think yeah, it's. It was that, you know, like, um... Okay. What do you think the next level is for you? Because when you're doing this massive job, it doesn't seem to be phasing you too much in terms of your workflow, your ability to manage and get jobs from one job to the other. What's the next level for, for you? Um, right now I have five guys in my company and I want more guys and I'll try to, you know, um, trying to buy bands and do like um, you know logos and logos and all the kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's one of the. If you're getting if you're getting eight contractors right now, what what's the next number? And I and I will tell you, in the same breath, I will also give you advice to say, don't. Don't make the goal a number, too, because not not for me to brag, but me personally, I probably give you how much of your work every year, seventy percent. Probably. Probably that or more. Yes. You're the you're the. How many houses do you do a year? Like seven houses. Like ten to fifteen. Ten. Yeah. I have contractors, they only do two houses. Right. You so, know, they're not like... Um, so, so, you know, keeping that in mind, your one contractor that you have, which is it's dangerous sometimes too, but one contractor is giving you the same work as three contractors. Exactly. So I don't want you to put the goal on the number, but in some respects, having the number is a good marker and a good target to hit. What is the next target for you? Where are you going? Where's your business heading? Where the... Do you want to be, do you want to have a Rolodex of 20 contractors? Do you want to start a service company instead? Um, you know? Isn't, I don't know how many contractors are going to be, you know? It's not like I want 20, I want 25. It's, we don't know. I don't so know. what's the goal? Where, where do you want to, what, what, what is what does next year look like for you? You just um, want to be more professional. Yeah, you know, I just I want to learn more every day. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that um, starting a service end to your business is a good a good idea or is it a bad idea? You know, handling calls for you know. Yeah, I'll try. Um, I have to. I was trying last year, but I, I couldn't. I was trying to do service call, you know, one crew for here, 
one look for the new construction and blah blah blah. But uh, it was hard. It was Why? very busy. Okay. Why? Because a lot of people, a lot of people that um, I was expecting they wanna work for me, like they wanna they prefer to stay home and get paid. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> you know. Yeah. A lot of people right now they don't wanna work. Yeah. It's crazy. That's definitely a, a tough thing to work through. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. If you see my failed, I was looking for uh, to hire new people. Yeah. Like last year in COVID, I mean before COVID, I was hiring people too. I think more than 50 administration text me. And but, now zero. And now I posted, like two months ago I posted, right? Yeah. Not even one person texted me. Not even one. Wow. One person. You gotta get into the metaverse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, I really appreciate you coming out and and talking with me today. Thank you, Jason. It was huge. Uh, People don't realize the amount of hard work that it takes to get where you are today. I do. And I want to say, stop charging me so much. <laughs> you have the special prices and you know that. <laughs> Don't tell that to me on camera. No, They're going to find out. No, I, I really, uh, I, I look at you today and I'm like, I'm just, I'm impressed. I'm proud. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing how much more you're going to grow. Thank you. Thank Jason. you for coming. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of the Bible Cell Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.